Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Metal Chat Podcast. My name is Melissa, and I'm here with my trusty co-host, May Kitty. Tonight we have a long episode, so I'm going to keep this intro short and sweet. I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank everyone for their kindness. I really do appreciate your support. Tonight's episode is about Iron Maiden. And to help me, I have enlisted your friend and mine, Uncle Steve, from Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. So without further ado, on with the podcast. Out of the darkness Out of the darkness Okay, so welcome to episode four of Metal Chat with Melissa, and I am here with a very special guest this evening, the incomparable Uncle Steve. How are you tonight, Steve? Wait, I'm confused. I thought this was my podcast. What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) The tables have turned. (laughs) Exactly. I'm doing well, though. How are you? I am well. We had some uh, some audio glitches, but I think that we've worked it out. I don't know. My computer was acting foolish earlier, but I think we've got it under control. That's and all good. That's all yeah, good. yeah, yep. Yeah. So uh, here we are. Here we are on a Saturday night, and uh, we're going to talk about Iron Maiden. Shocking. We're going to talk about Iron Maiden tonight. Right? Shocker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something new. Something new tonight. I thought we'd talk about Iron Maiden for a change. Yeah, so, what a strange so, world. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, tonight we're going to talk about best and worst for each studio album and how this came about. I like to call this my Iron Maiden dissertation and how this came about was going back to Talking Maiden, all roads lead back to Talking Maiden. (laughs) I sent this document to Nesbitt and he read it and we chit chatted about it back and forth. And then I don't remember how it happened, but somehow I sent it to you when we mm-hmm. when we met, started talking or whatever. I had, think I had told you, oh, yeah, I have this thing. And then I sent it to you and you were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to read it. And maybe we can talk about it on my podcast and all this kind of stuff. And uh, and as it's worked out now, we're going to talk about it on my podcast. Yes. And it's one of those things where I, I did this. So I've done, I did this a while back and yet um, there has been a little bit of changes, which we'll get to, sure. um, you know, which change that is, but uh, yeah, for, I know one of them. <laughs> yes. You know, you know about that one change. Um, so because you are the guest, I'm going to let you start with <laughs> so, the, where it all began. Iron Maiden. Self-titled Iron, Iron Maiden. Maiden. Yeah. Hey, a, uh, a, uh, since it's the album called Iron Maiden, I'll tell you a funny story that I haven't ever shared, uh, but uh, it's, it's not super hilarious or anything, but it's, it's kind of more of, of an idiot that I went to high school with. But I remember I was, you know, wearing an Iron Maiden shirt to school. This is a real short story. This guy walks me, he looks at my shirt, Iron Maxley, and I'm like, no, it's Iron Maiden. Like, if you can figure out iron is the first word in this, then how can you not figure out the rest of it? <laughs> so, oh, he didn't get yeah. the font. 
Yeah, well, and, and I've always so it's always been kind of a joke in my head when sometimes I'll I'll look at a shirt and I'll just go Iron Maxley. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh gosh. I okay. Any so, good. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I I think they might have made it. You know, made something of themselves. They're still carving out a niche. You know. Um. Okay. So so you want me to name my favorite song and my least favorite song? Yes, correct. So do your best first. Okay. Well, being that we actually spoke about this album uh, on my podcast not too long ago, I think this will be, you know, it shouldn't be too hard for people to know what I'm already going to say, but I'll say least favorite first. All right. My, le my least favorite has, has a very, is a very distinctive song in the Iron Maiden catalog because it's Dave Murray's only solo writing credit. And uh, oddly enough, it's uh, Charlotte the Harlot. So Shocking. That is I'm yeah, shocked shocking. to hear this, that you didn't like, that you're not a fan of this song. You know, there's certain parts I like about it, for sure. You know, the part when he's when it slows down, he says, there was a time when you left me standing there and all that. There's some really nice stuff going on there. I, like, I don't hate the song, per se, but obviously it's not a Phantom of the Opera. So That's true. That's true. So, so I have to tell you that that's also my least favorite um, song. Um mm -hmm. And I didn't pick this song because I, I don't like it, um, but I don't, I don't love it. Sure. Um, I, but I do think it's the cheesiest song. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, kind of cheeky, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's an it's an okay song. I mean, it's not a bad song, but it's not up to Iron Maiden standards for me. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was a. It was a building block, so. Right, right, right. But, it's not my least. It's not my least favorite song in the Charlotte the Harlot series, or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's your favorite? Uh oh! I thought I said that already. Um, yeah, no, I said went, it. You went least. When I said, I said it's no Phantom of the Opera. So oh. That was, that was my little tricky way of saying Very my favorite. My favorite is Phantom of the Opera. You know, and and that's a it's tougher to pick a favorite than it is a least favorite on this album because um, I could probably go, I could probably maybe, you know, talk out, remember tomorrow as well, because I would say, if, if, you know, it would come down to those two, but Phantom of the Opera, I mean, that song is everything Iron Maiden is and has been for 40 years. So, I agree with you on that. I actually went with Running Free, and I only did that because it has a very special place in my heart because it's the first Iron Maiden song that I really heard that I knew was Iron Maiden because mm. I heard other Iron Maiden songs, but I didn't I didn't know that it was Iron Maiden. Yeah. This is the first oh, yeah, time that yeah. I knew that this was an Iron Maiden song. I do love Clive's drumming in this song. So I'm... I'm rather fond of this song, but I will tell you that uh, Phantom of the Opera is definitely a close second. And it, it's the thing about Phantom of the Opera is it's uh, a window into what they're going to do later on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. It's a little glimpse of of where they're headed. Yeah, it's like a, a friend of mine said, he said it's kind of like a blueprint and it's like they've already got the whole thing built. They already know what it's going to be, but it was, but it's also not, you know, every song is not like that either. So they definitely hadn't 
they well i'd say they perfected it right off the bat <laughs> yeah but, uh, yeah but they still didn't perfect it in their eyes i don't think right if right. that makes any sense no i agree i agree with that i agree with that i agree with that all right so we're okay. on the killers you want to go with all your right. least favorite first yeah um and killers I, I know i told you the other day killers is an album that I look at the song titles and it's it's not one that I'm I didn't love this album when I was a kid. So when I look at some of these song titles, like I had to listen to this a little bit earlier and I was going, okay, which one is my least favorite? And I ended up coming up with I'll yeah, I can't pick anything different because there's a lot of good ones on here that I know and but then I, I came up with Drifter. Drifter, huh? That's yeah. your least favorite, huh? I guess, and this could and this could easily change if I if I just really you know if I listen to this album five times it might change. But I, when I just kind of scanned it a little earlier, I was like, okay, I know it's not you know, Ides of March, Wrathchild, Murders in the Room, Morgan, Other Life, Genghis Khan, and you know that's too easy to say Genghis Khan because it's a, a instrumental. I didn't want to take that route. Um, I love Innocent Exile. I love Killers, Prodigal Son. That was the other one that kind of came close uh purgatory i like i really like twilight zone you know those two are songs are very short but um yeah drifter when i listened to it i, I was just thought, eh, not really even there was a slow part but then i just did, i didn't really like where it went and i know you know clive burr's drumming is insane in drifter it's really good but yeah you, you know you got to pick one <laughs> so that's what it is Yep, that's true. You do have to pick one. I actually went for... So that was your least favorite, correct? Correct. I actually picked Twilight Zone. But honestly, I picked it because I just liked the others better. There wasn't really any... There's no real reason why I picked it. Yeah, yeah. It's like something that... um, you know, I just did an episode or I'm working on an episode where we have to rank some certain songs and and it just and one thing people would keep saying is like, I'm not saying I don't like this song. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I mean, we, you can. Uh, this is what we should say. If we don't like a song, we need to say that, too, because otherwise we like it. It's just the, right. it's just a given that we're going to like all these songs. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's to say it's the best or the worst is probably inaccurate. It's your know, favorite, least favorite, I guess. Right, right. I agree at with least, that. At least favorite doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you're, that it's the, you know, the, that is a song you don't like. It just can be uh, just a song that you like the other songs better. Sure, sure. So, so what is your, um, what is your... So my least oh, you favorite said, Twi- you said Twilight. Yeah, Twilight Zone. Okay. Yeah. So... Okay, well, for me, hmm, favorite song from Killers, it's too easy. Some of these songs are too easy to say. I'm going to pick one that you probably will not expect. Um, I'm going to go with Innocent Exile. Um, And I'll give a reason. The reason is um, when I got the first album I ever had with Paul Diano on it was Killers. I'm not, I'm sorry killers we're talking about killers made in japan and you know i I like you know he explains it this is a song about a man who's been wrongly accused and all that and he's you know and then it's got that cool bass line that starts off you know 
but I really, I've always, I've always liked that song. I've always liked Innocent Exile. Um, granted, I know I'm skipping over quite a few uh, real good ones, but that's okay. What about you? So I went with Prodigal Son. Really? Okay. I know it's the, the, the ballot. It's the ballot. Genghis Khan is yeah. a very close second, though. I really, I love Genghis Khan. It's, it's quite the banger. I think. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I have a. I have a. I. I think that Prodigal Son is the best uh, ballad that they do, if you want to call it. it. They don't have a lot of ballads or power yeah. ballads or whatever you call it, but. But um, um, I like. Okay. I think that. I think that. Um, I think that Paul's vocals are really good in the song, so I like that song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just the only reason I was going to choose it was because it was so soft. But then, but then I love Strange World. So you can then you you can slow dance with the wife to Prodigal Son. <laughs> yeah, for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. All right, so now we're up to the number of the beast. Number of the beast, okay. Bottom. Yeah, I think this is a pretty easy one. Yeah. Um, oh, my least favorite song. Oh, crap. Yep, uh, your bottom. Mm, I'm going to go, and this is hard to say because, uh, you know, the first song I ever heard from it was Invaders. I like Invaders. Um, but I think the chorus of Gangland is better. So I'm going to go with Invaders. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting. That is interesting because um, I went with Gangland. Okay. I mean, and, that's... And, and, and you make a good point about... Because the thing about Invaders is Invaders isn't a bad song. It's just the chorus is crap. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I am... I'm I'm a Total Eclipser. I'm one of those people that really thinks that Total Eclipse probably should have been on the album and that this should have been a B-side well, I mean, and really, it's funny to think that because they played a total eclipse on, you know, the Beast over Hammersmith on that album right. on that tour, right? They, but they didn't play Invaders or Gangland, right? <laughs> so, right. So I think, it, it, to me, to me, what they do live with songs says a lot. You know, when when we get to a matter of life and death, you think that it says a lot about that album that they played it front to back on a tour. Right, that they obviously so, really, really like the song. Yes, yeah, and I can relate. I love it too. And, and <laughs> didn't Steve? Uh, hasn't Steve come out to say he wasn't a huge fan of Invaders? Oh, they, they've said that I believe about Invaders and Gangland. So yeah, yeah. But you, you know, know the, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So maybe he's like, well, sure. you know, we we maybe we should have put Totally Clips on, but we didn't. And you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, it, it, I think Invaders is a good start to the album. You know, it's uh, it, it's got a good, you know, it kicks in really good, and and Bruce sounds great on the verses and everything. It's just it's just a bad chorus. So, yeah, I mean, I when I heard this album, you know, that's the first song that I heard on this album. That's the first time that I I heard Bruce. You mm -hmm. know, and um, yeah. and yeah, you was like, oh, this guy's got really good vocals, but you know, this song I was like, oh. All right, with this this chorus, they could kind of like kind of they yeah. come up with something. Yeah, could have come yeah, up with something yeah. Else. yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I, I do like the song. I just don't, I don't. You know, it, it's it's taken me a long time to come to that because for the longest time, I would have said Gangland as well. But 
you know, it, it's easy to uh, it's easy to change the way you feel about songs, you know. Right. All right. So I mean, now we're up. Oh, go ahead. No, I say it's no hallowed be thy name. So, oh, oh, you oh, want me to so name my favorite be, uh, song? Yeah. Yeah. I you can't. I mean, really, honestly, on this album, there's multiple songs that you really can't go wrong picking for your favorite. There's so many great ones. But Hallowed Be Thy Name is the it's the definitive it's one of the definitive songs of their career. So, yeah. So it's uh, that's also my choice. This is every, this is the top on everyone's list. And and for good reason, right? And I have often oh, yeah. said, and I have often said that this is the perfect metal song. It is. I'm I'm really thankful for um oh crap, I can't think of it now. I had a good joke for it, but I was gonna say I was really thankful for those guys that helped Steve write it. I can't remember <laughs> the band called though. What was that band called that uh, he Oh uh, um yeah, I can't think of their name either. Yeah, but you know, those guys uh I mean, you know, I remember another reason I feel that way is that that's the song that's the song that I introduced Iron Maiden to my kids with. We were going on a hike, and I remember in the vehicle I was, I think I played the song, and, you know, they listened to it and everything, and so we get out to their hike, and, and we had a couple hours of hiking, so I was going through the song, you know? I'm like, I'm waiting in my cold cell when the bell begins. I was like reading it. I was saying it to them like a story. And the more I said it, and this is only in the last few years, the more I said it, I was just like, wow, these lyrics are very poetic. And yeah. then it turns out, and it turns out the part that I thought was most poetic wasn't even written by Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. But yeah, yeah, but you know, but yeah, it's a great. Either way, it's a great song. It is a great song. It is absolutely so fun. many, so many great things about it. Guitar solos drum fills, lyrics, vocals, bass lines. I mean, that that song. Great live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Great live, yeah. All right, so now we're up to Peace of Mind. Okay, okay. So let's see, my least favorite song, the song that I prefer the least off of this album. You know, I hate to be predictable, but I'm going to have to just say Quest for Fire. Yeah, you know what? It's my it's mine as well. And and I like the song and I probably like the song more than a lot of people do. I know yeah. it's not like evolutionarily correct, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. With dinosaurs and stuff. Um but it is a really good song. I mean, it's just it's not a great song, but it's a good song. There's bits and pieces. Like, I mean, like Steve Harris's bass line in the song is really good. Um, you know, but like I honestly don't even know all the words because I know it starts out, everyone knows the first line, in a day when dinosaurs walk the earth. And then the next part, I can't remember because he goes, he just says something, something, ah! and it's real high. And I was like, I can't even, I've never tried to, I've probably well, read I'm, the lyrics. I'm not going to sing remember. it to you. I know the lyrics, but I'm not going to sing it to you. I don't, yeah, well, I don't, you don't want to hear it. What does he say in the second? Just say the lyrics um, in the second. Let's see. Um, in a day when dinosaurs walk the earth. earth. I can't, I. Now, Either. now I'm going blank. That's if okay. if, you, if we put it on, I'd be able to sing along. Yeah, well, I, I can turn it on really fast. I've got. I'm looking. I have my uh, music, you know, up on my computer. I'm just looking through the album as we're doing. I'm really doing this on the fly. So, um, so that these these uh, anything I say is subject to be changed uh, when I wake up tomorrow. <laughs> 
I'm on three hours of sleep right now, so. Yes, I appreciate you doing this on three hours sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm plenty awake. It's just, you know, who knows what my real brain function is right now. <laughs> um, so your so, top? Mm, yeah, that's what I'm saying, because I'm trying to look through here. I'm going to just do a little narrowing down here. Um, it's not where eagles dare. Um, you know, Flight of Icarus was the very first song I ever heard by Iron Maiden. It's definitely not Die With Your Boots On, uh, The Troopers. It's not Still Life. It's not Sun and Steel. It's not To Tame a Land, although I really love To Tame a Land. Um, that would be a good choice, but I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with The Trooper. I know that's a very predictable pick for a lot of people. I know I already know what your favorite on it is, too, but <laughs> I, I remember... In the last few months, one day, my wife had asked me to clean the bathroom. And so I was in the bathroom cleaning it. And I remember I had my headphones on and I I wanted to hear that. I don't usually, I'm an album person. I usually want to play, you know, start to, you know, finish. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I, I turned on the trooper and I just put it on repeat. I think I was, I think I was mad or something. I didn't want to clean the bathroom, but I put it on repeat <laughs> and I sang the lyrics at the top of my voice with my headphones on. Thankfully, they were noise canceling, but I. I sang the lyrics at the top of my, you know, to the top of my ability. And, you know, I don't have a good singing voice. I'm sure you've noticed that if you've listened to my podcast. But um, <laughs> no one ever came in there and told me to shut up or anything. But I, I must have listened to it eight times in a row one day. And I sang it like every time it would start. And it was just like I'd immediately get right back into, oh, my God, this song is so awesome. And then I'd be singing along with every line again. That song is awesome. You can never, I mean, you can't go wrong with that song. You can't yeah. go wrong with that song. Yeah. But of so course, what I, is your favorite? Of course, my favorite. Anybody who follows me on Twitter knows that this is also my favorite is Revelations because it's actually my favorite Iron Maiden song of all time. I was just about to ask you that. So, Even though I knew the answer. <laughs> you knew the answer. You knew the answer. Everybody knows the answer to that. So, yep. So it's interesting because it's. My favorite Iron Maiden song of all time, and yet I just told you that Hallowed is probably the perfect metal song. <laughs> so it well, doesn't here, really make a whole lot of sense, but that's it does make sense. You know how it makes sense? Because how? Iron Maiden has a buttload of perfect songs. <laughs> I mean That's true. That's true. And like, I just I love Revelations Live. I just I I, I love this I love the song. I love the song so much. Yeah, if if perfect songs were stuffed into a into a ten pound sack, Iron Maiden would be shoving twenty pounds into that ten pound sack. You know, <laughs> just, uh, yes, yes, yeah. They have a they have a lot of they have a lot of good songs, and on this album, they have a lot of good songs. So yeah, that's my that's my favorite favorite. Yeah, so now yeah. now we're up to Power Slave. I'm gonna be. I guarantee you that. My the, uh, my top one is going to surprise you here, but man, my bottom one, I'm I'm just going to go straight out and say my least favorite song or my, I mean every song on this out. I don't skip anything on this. I don't really skip much of anything on any of their albums, but this album is, I mean this album's killer. There's, mm -hmm. I mean this is in my top. I think this is. I know this is in my top five Iron Maiden albums. Um, um, <laughs> I was sitting there thinking to myself, maybe I should say it's two minutes to midnight. That would really throw somebody off. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say it's lost for words just because um, of the lack of words. So 
in a way, I want to say I, I love that song. I mean, I love listening to it, even though it's just an instrumental. That's my favorite Iron Maiden instrumental, I think. So, but but yeah, it's it's if it had vocals, it'd be even better. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's a killer song. But that's my least favorite. It, right. It's a killer, though. <laughs> it is a killer song. So my least favorite is "Back in the Village." And it's not because I dislike the song. It's because I dislike the ending. The ending of this song drives me yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you like it? Why don't you like it? Why don't you like it? Again. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, it just... It's like, it's this really great song, and then and you, you, you're you getting into it and everything, and then that ending comes, and you're like, remember, oh, I forgot that that's how that's going to end. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change my uh, my choice. I'm gonna I'm gonna say back in the village. I think it's too easy to pick a song with no vocals. I don't I don't think that's fair enough. I'm gonna say because I didn't do that on the first couple of albums either. So I'm gonna say back in the village, and pretty much for the same reason. But I do think that the I think it's the weakest song on the album. Out. Be, I don't like it as much. I like the Duelist better. I like Flash of the oh, Blade better. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. I, I, but the but the ending, yeah, the ending kind of is uh, it's it's yeah, it's not that great. Yeah, ruins it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number so one. Here's, here's where you're gonna be surprised, and I'm because immediately when I looked here, I immediately thought, oh, it's Power Slave, and then I went, no, it's not Power Slave. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with if I was putting together my dream set list. Someone gave me their dream set list on the phone last night, and it was interesting. If I was going to put together my dream set list, no matter no matter what, the opening song on my dream set list is the best opening song that I think Iron Maiden has. It's Ace is High. I mean, you can't. That song is so, and I, these songs are all awesome, but I certainly know I like Ace is High. I love Ace is High. So. It's my song, too. Really? Oh, my gosh. That's great. It's my song, too. And. You know, I love rhyme, you mm-hmm. know, um, but there is something about Aces High. It just really gets me going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just whether it's live or listening to it, it's just it's a it's like a, a workout song or it's a it's a it's a, a pump pump you up song. It's just there's something about that song that's just so invigorating. It's an and, incredible song. And you are right live it's just and it's a great opener because it just kicks everything off just everything's off on the right foot you know what i mean it's perfect yeah oh yeah i i i was i think i turned it on today i was in the car and i just was thinking about it and i thought oh my gosh i was just thinking about you know seeing the the legacy of the beast tour and i was like oh my gosh that song is so incredible just the yeah you know and, and the way they come on stage you know, where it's like, you know, where it ends, dun 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 and then that snare hit, and then it kicks in, yeah. They come on the stage, and they're just, and and you're going absolutely insane, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's oh, it's so incredible, yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, so. Uh, all right, so we're at Somewhere in Time. Somewhere in Time, man, these, this is not an easy feat to try to just say, this is my favorite song, these these albums are are chock full of great songs. Yes, they are. Mm. Okay. I love Caught Somewhere in Time. Let's see a man. 
I'm looking through this. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go off off the script here. I'm gonna say my favorite song is the loneliness of a long distance runner. Why not? Really? Yeah, yeah. Because for years I would have said Alexander the Great for years, and I think part of it is because they never played it. I would have said that, but it's a you know it's kind of a, it's an epic, and I did get to see the Iron Maidens play it though. Um, or was it? I think it was this year. I think I saw them in February in in Fort Worth. Um, either, yeah, yeah, I believe so. But yeah, they played that. The loneliness of the long distance runner is very underrated. I think it's very overlooked because it's on the same album as Wasted Years. Right. Um, oh wait, I'm picking. I'm sorry. Uh, that was my favorite. <laughs> That's not my least favorite. <laughs> I was supposed to be picking my least favorite first. So I just I'm gonna in an unprecedented move I'm gonna re, I'm gonna tell you my most favorite first How about that <laughs> Okay so your most so your most favorite is loneliness loneliness of a long distance yeah. that's interesting that's an interesting choice It is it is I mean and and I I could I could easily say caught somewhere in time I could easily say sea of madness I could easily say Alexander the Great but I'm gonna go uh, like I said I'm doing this on the fly here I'm I'm not super, I'm not prepared, but I've been, you know, um, you ever watch Seinfeld? Yes. You remember the, okay, did you ever see the episode where he had to move the Frogger machine? No. Okay, well, you know the game Frogger, right? Mm Mm-hmm. There was was an episode where where the character has to move a Frogger machine across the street, and he says, and you know, because the object is moving your frog across the street between the moving cars and he's like he's like george you gonna need some help doing this he goes he goes i've been he said i've been i've been living this out my whole life you know because they've been playing the frogger so yep. i've been you know being a maiden fan it's like you think about these things all the time you think well I wonder, when you listen to an album you're like yeah this is my favorite song i like this one the best what is yours so my favorite is and and i know that most people pick wasted years and it's interesting, neither of us did. Mm-hmm. Stranger in a Strange Land. Okay. That's an understandable pick. It's a, it's a great song. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, gosh, it's a great song. Um, yeah, yeah. Funny enough, <laughs> Wasted Years. There's three Adrian co-writes on Somewhere in Time. Mm-hmm. I would rank Wasted Years... Oh, wow, I'm going to say this. I would rank it behind Stranger in a Strange Land and Sea of Madness. Yeah. So I love the song. Yeah, maybe I do too. The, maybe it's that it's been overplayed. I don't know. Because Wasted Years is a phenomenal song. It's a, it is a phenomenal it, song. And it is, but it is kind of, you know, um, you know, they're single, I guess. You know what I mean? It's a song yeah. that a lot of people are familiar with, a lot of people who aren't well-versed in Iron Maiden are familiar with? Sure. All right, so what's your least? My least favorite. I, it took me a, a... I used to would have said... Used to, I think I might have would have said Loneliness or Deja Vu, but those songs are so great. I, I think it was just because they were underrated, really. Um, and even when I did an episode once uh, called The Worst of Bruce Dickinson, I ranked the lowest song on each album. And I'm even going to change up because I chose Stranger to Strange Land on that one. And um, I remember. 
Yeah, you. I think you were pretty pissed about that. <laughs> but um, it's not because I thought it was the least. It was just I thought all these songs are great, and it's kind of like, you know, it's it's like picking. I don't know. It's it's, it's like picking the worst. You know, flavor of pizza. You know, right. Actually, that's probably not a good example. I don't know. I don't know what a good example is. Maybe if you went to, how about this? I'll say it for you. Maybe if you went to like a Chippendales club and there's a bunch of, you know, men dancing around or I even hate, if they're just. I hate okay. the Chippendales. Maybe. So, I like pizza better than Chippendales. <laughs> okay. But maybe if you was just, maybe if you went to a um, somewhere and there was a bunch of very, very handsome men walking around and you're going to go. I mean, hey, they're all handsome. It's just one might be a tiny bit more handsome. One might have a mole on his neck or something, you know. Exactly, right? Yes. Yeah. But for me, I've definitely came up with a song that is my least favorite from this album, Head and Shoulders Above the Rest. And outside of Wasted Years, it's probably the song they played live the most. Can you guess? Whoa. I think you and I got the same, picking the same song. Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can Wait. That's my song as well. Wow. Okay. Yep. Yep. I don't like the chorus. Yeah. Same here. Same here. I don't like the chorus. There's a lot of good musical interludes. I don't know why. Why do they play that song so much? I just, that I don't understand. Because, I I mean, is it really like a crowd favorite? I think it is for one reason. Whoa. Because well, because of that sing along, people love the sing along. You know, it's it's sing like along to dark. everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but see, Fear of the Dark is a way better song than Heaven Can Wait. True, I, I'll <laughs> tell you something else. I don't love the way he sings the verses, even. Yeah, you know, just, but the but chorus yeah. is just yeah, wait, wait. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, yeah. Sing a little more for us, please. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I always like to get somebody to to sing something, and then I'll go. What was that? Can you do that again? And then they'll start doing it again, and then I go okay, one more time, please. And they're just like, shut up. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Uh, I try not to sing. It's funny because I, um, when I went to see Blaze Bailey, um, I took some video, and I don't normally do that, like at shows, but I was uh, sort of. Um, the talking maiden special correspondent because I told the guys that I was going and I was going to yeah. get them some, you know, video and stuff. And I took some video and it's funny because you can hear me singing on this. Did they play it on the show? Um, I don't think I sent, I sent them something else instead <laughs> of the video. Uh, okay. That, um, I'll find the video and I'll send it to you personally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, you can't, well, but you can't put it on the air. I'm working, I've been working on, and, and it irritates me now Now that they're releasing the live album in a week. I, I really wanted to get this episode out sooner, but I've been working on a Legacy of the Beast episode from my experience at the show with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And it's terrible, though, because every time I play audio, you can hear me singing really loud. And I'm just like, oh, God, come on. But, you know, it is what it is. I don't, I don't mind embarrassing myself. It's, it's okay. So There you go. So we're going to get to hear you sing? Again, uh, yeah, unfortunately, and, and I sound really bad. <laughs> there's, there's one part I, I'll, I'll probably play it on there because it's so I sound so bad. 
but there's it's something from a Blaze lyric. Uh, I'm trying to think if I can remember what it is, but there's something it's something from a Blaze song, and, and and Bruce doesn't sing that one little bit, but, but I sing that part, and it, it's so obvious, you know, because you can hear. For some reason, when you record with your own phone, it, it's like your phone knows your voice and it picks it up more than anything right. else. So yeah, there's something uh, that I, I I just can't think of it for right now, but oh, it's hilarious. So I'll play it. I'll embarrass I'm, myself. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that comic relief. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Uh, it's it. You might be wishing you had earplugs on that on that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So up to seventh son of a seventh son. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna say. My least, least favorite. Least favorite from the Seventh Son of a Seventh Son album is, and this is pretty easy for me, The Prophecy. Really? I yes. love that song. Yeah, I don't I don't like the way, you know, um I was I'm trying to think of the chorus. You know, the chorus is like where he's like he kind of all that back and forth and I, I just but well, no, no, no. That's not the chorus. It's the chorus where he says, "I had their life in my hands, their fame, yeah. their fortune." Yeah, I don't really. I just don't like the song. To me, it's just kind of slow and it's plodding, and I just I never really have liked it. I I like some of the musical stuff going on in it for sure. There's some. I mean, there's great musical stuff in pretty much every Iron Maiden song. Right. Even even the ones that we're gonna get to on Fear of the Dark that we're gonna talk about. But yeah, it's always. And if and if I was gonna go up to my my second one in that list it would have been can i play with madness <laughs> yeah so that's my i picked can i play with madness it's the radio okay. hit and all of that but um and it's a good song it's just not my favorite and i know you don't like it live mm -hmm. um i don't mind it live um i like it i like it live i mean they could swap it out and play something else for a change that would be that would be good but um yeah. i mean yeah. I I'm different than you in that I I tend to like stuff live more like if I don't care for a song like even even when I when they do heaven can wait live I don't go to the bathroom you know I don't mm -hmm. you know or I don't you know go get a beer or something it's better it's better than listening to it on the album even though I don't really like that song well, yeah, because you're at an Iron Maiden concert. <laughs> so yeah, just, so I mean, you know. You just naturally get into it. Yeah, so Can I Play With Madness? And I mean, the other thing about Can I Play With Madness is everybody knows the words to that song, and everybody knows that song, so you can hear everybody singing, and that's really cool. Um, yeah, I just, so, yeah, okay. Do you like the way Flight of Icarus sounds live on the on the chorus? I don't mind it. I know you don't like it, but I don't. I have to like reinvestigate that because I was listening to Live After Death the other day, and you know I have a pet peeve about rhyme on Live After Death. Um, yeah, for the and I was listening, yeah, and I um, I don't know what what it is about flight that you don't like. Oh no, I, I just don't like the way they sound on the chorus because his his voice is so layered on the album. You know. Oh the, right, right, yeah. And then you know, and then live, it's just or. I think I would like it better live if Adrian and Steve did not sing along. If it was just oh, yeah, Bruce. you were saying that. I remember you were saying that um, in our other yeah. discussion. Yeah, I mean, but I think in our other discussion, I also said to you that you know you're not going to get you're not going to get it layered because it's live. Right, right. right. Yeah, so I get you can that. have yeah. like a bunch of you know. 
I don't mind. Most I guess of the I guess you could get like a bunch there. of like um, uh, hologrammed uh, Bruce's <laughs> yeah. up there with him. There you go. <laughs> or, or maybe maybe if Steve just didn't sing, maybe I don't know if, if that's he's probably the catalyst that that kind of yeah because Adrian's if, got if a really was, great voice. Yeah, if it was just Adrian and and Bruce, it would probably be better. Um, someone was telling me that there was a great version of Flight of Icarus from Bruce's Accident of Birth tour. And I need to find out what that is. I need to find that because I, I was like, I would love to hear it. He said it was the best he had ever heard that song sound live. So I was like, well, I need to check that out. So, okay. Uh, did we name our favorite one yet? I don't think we did, no, did we? No, no, no. Okay. Um, mm, this is a tough one because Moonchild's great, Infinite Dreams, Evil That Men Do, the title track. Uh, I don't think I would, the Clairvoyant or Only the Good Die Young, I wouldn't put either one of those quite as high as those other ones, but I'm going to go with the title track, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. I'll, that song goes all over the place musically, and it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal song. That is a phenomenal song. Yeah. But I'm going to go with The Evil That Men Do, because it's one of my, probably my top at least in my top five of all time. Oh, wow. And it's also a phenomenal song, too. It's also a phenomenal song. It's also yeah. a phenomenal song live. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... But but I I did make a note that Infinite Dreams was um, a close second. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. So Infinite Dreams is awesome. Unfortunately, they didn't play it on the um, Made in England tour when they did nope. that. No, they didn't. So. Bummer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, now we're getting into the thick of it. Yeah, now, now it gets a little... Dicey. Yeah. Um... All right, so no prayer for the dying. Your least favorite. No, 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 that's not my least favorite. You got me confused with you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Your least favorite song on this album. My, oh, okay, yeah, you were just, okay. Yeah. Um, trying to think here. I'm going through a couple of them here. Uh, I know what your least favorite is, and I think that's what I'm going to pick, too. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the stupidest one. I'm going to go with Hooks in You. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I, think, this is a, I think it's a dumb song. I think yeah. It's a dumb song. <laughs> and this is the... This is your least favorite in the Charlotte series, correct? That's correct. That's correct. This is well, not well, although, my although, least favorite. Well, I know, I know, I know it's not your least favorite. And in the Charlotte. I would say that there's two that are tied for least favorite in that that four song. Yeah. What is a what is a four song? It's not a trilogy, it's a quadri quadri quadrilogy. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is. It's called. It's. It, what, let's see. What What's the stupidest thing that two stupid Americans can say? <laughs> a quadrigy. <laughs> I already said. Uh, what, did, what was the other thing I said? I, I said uh, the uh, that it was evolutionarily incorrect when I was talked about right was, quest for it, fire. I called it. I know it's yeah. not evolutionarily correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> another word I just made up. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, I, I, same thing with Hooks and You. Yeah, and and it's too bad because it's an Adrian song, but 
oh wow, I I got to remember this because someone asked me. Then he goes, it goes, name a bad Adrian song. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I didn't even think of it. You know, I'm I'm not as smart as uh, as people think I am. <laughs> Which is saying so. That's pretty sad, isn't it? Because <laughs> I know people don't think I'm very smart. <laughs> I'm dumber than you think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, ooh, now I got to go with my favorite. Yeah. Ah, I think it's kind of cliche to say this is your favorite on this album, maybe. But I'm going to go with Mother Russia. Me too. Ah, look at that. My whole thing is, you know, and full disclosure for those of you who haven't never listened to Uncle Steve or followed us on Twitter, No Prayer is my least favorite album. So the thing about Mother Russia is it's about as epic as anything gets on that album. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say this, and I say this all the time. The songs translated better live and and a close second. Well, a, a, a second. I don't know if it's a close second mm-hmm. is Tail Gunner because Tail Gunner was a banger live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. To- it was like a totally different song. I was like, what song is this? Really? Yeah, it was a banger live. It was a really re- it was really, really good live. You saw that tour. I did see that tour. Okay, I saw that tour as well, but I don't remember this, so I'm going to ask you a question. When they, you know, usually they came, they come on stage and they, you know, they come bursting out when there's something. So when they started that song, were they off the side and then they waited until the drum hit when he started singing to come on? Really? Do you remember I'm that? trying to. Because I would 30, think that's what they would do. 30 years you know? ago. I'm trying to remember 30 days ago. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, it would seem like that would be the best way they'd start off with a dun 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 and then be off to the and side. Then, with, yeah, they were off, and then and then come on the stage. Somebody will seems, correct us if we're wrong. Yeah, it seems very anticlimactic for them to just run on the stage. Dun 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 dun. You know. That's, okay. Yeah, and I mean there wasn't there wasn't a lot of like uh, stuff going on. If you remember, it wasn't it wasn't a big theatrical thing. It was right. kind of more of a stripped down thing. So you saw that tour too. So did 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 you like Tail Gunner as well? I I don't remember having a problem with really with this album. I know a lot of people said they were really disappointed when it came out, but I guess I was just not as judgmental about it. I just I I heard it. I was like, it's Iron Maiden, and you know, nineteen ninety. I was also listening to things like, you know, Rust in Peace by Megadeth and and heavier stuff as well. So it's not like. Iron Maiden wasn't the center of my universe musically. Mm-hmm. They were just a part of it. And mm-hmm. but I remember going because I think I think Anthrax opened that show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't have good seats or anything, but I mean I might be in the minority, but I really like Holy Smoke a lot too. Um I like No Prayer. I like Public Enema number one. Uh Fate's Warning. Wait, is Fate's Warning um uh I hear your silent heartbeat. I hear silent cries. Is that that one? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I, I public anima has a good has a good chorus. Yeah. But yeah, I don't fall, love fall on your knees today. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, that's a good. That's I like that. I like that part of the song. I mean, there's parts of the songs that I like. And yeah. again, again, um, I say this all the time. You know, my least favorite Iron Maiden song song or my least favorite Iron Maiden album is better than. Most. Yeah. Also. <laughs> yes. 
Well, you know, I mean, hooks you know? in you is, is not yeah, great. Well, maybe, and... not, maybe not hooks in you, but, but yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, there's, there's definitely, um, I mean, there's definitely highlights on the album. It's not, it's not a terrible album. I, I mean, I don't listen to it a lot, but like, uh-huh. I have everything on my phone and if, I'm out and about and I'm listening to it on like it's on shuffle. Like I don't mm-hmm. skip anything. I don't skip like, oh, this is off this album. But well, maybe I do hooks in you. I might say. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't even I try not to even do that either. I just, you know, because it's a short enough song. Um, I just can't believe you think that's the worst album because we're about to when we're about to hit. We're about to get hit. Well, we'll talk about it. All yeah, right. So, so we'll talk about it right now. Yeah. So, um, Fear of the Dark. Fear of the what? Fear of the dark. Dark. <laughs> Fear of the dark. Yeah. Um, there's so much to choose from here. Anyone that's listened, anyone that ever has listened to me knows that I did two episodes on Fear of the Dark because even the best of Fear of the Dark is not that great. Um, be Quick or Be Dead is a is a killer start. You know, that that's one that you could imagine them just running out on the stage. I mean, that's a... Uh, there's no, there's not anything like Ace is High. It's not, you know, a, a intro part. I mean, that one's just. I mean, they're just in the thick of it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, that's certainly not a favorite, though. I mean, it's a good one, though. Um, From Here to Eternity, I think, is a horrible song. Um, I like Afraid to Shoot Strangers. I like Fear is the Key. No, I think Fear is the Key is the one that's I hear your stuff. Uh, the kids have lost their freedom and no one cares till somebody famous well, that's dies. Child, that's child is that childhood that, end? That's childhood no, that end, is, isn't it? No. I don't listen to this album. Because it's about AIDS and stuff. That was oh, it. Yeah. yeah. I said the wrong lyrics on that of the song. So um I, I don't mind Fear is the key, even though that part is bad. Uh Childhood's End I like. Uh No Hope, No Life, No Fame and all that. That's a cool or no, I said the lyrics wrong, but that's I like that one. Wasting Love is not phenomenal, but I like it. Um, the Fugitive, I've always thought is a bad song, but I've kind of grown a little more appreciation. I have to go through these just because this album is so terrible. Yeah. Just so you we know, we all know which one you're going to pick. I don't know. I can surprise. I'm not surprised you here. Um, you're not going to surprise me. You know what, how of, much you hate, how much you hate this song? There's no <laughs> way. There's no way. Yeah, but you got to think about it. It's it's, it's humorous too. I mean. <laughs> And, and okay, like, think of how bad of a line this is for Iron Maiden. What you gonna do on Monday? What you gonna do? I mean, God, that's terrible. And the apparition is more like at least there's some there's some comic relief out in that song. Um, Judas be my guide. I like that one. Fear of the dark. You know, you have to like that one. I kind of think, but um, so. I'm going to say my least favorite song. Mm. I wonder if I should do any, mini miny, mo on this. Cause, uh, okay. You're you, I am going, I'm going to shock the world right now. My least favorite song. And then I'm going to tell you why. My least favorite song on this album is weekend warrior. And I know that'll probably upset, uh, one of my Australian friends that'll probably listen to this, but, um, and you know why? You know why Weekend Warrior is worse than The Apparition? Why? Because it is a minute and 45 seconds longer. 
<laughs> and now I will say this, both songs have a great musical interlude in the middle of them as well. And the musical interlude in the apparition, I think, is a little better than the the one in Weekend Warrior too. So, so there you go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> All right. Well, I actually went with the apparition because, and we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about this on air, but I had an experience. So I ride the subway <laughs> here in Boston, and I have my, like you just said, I have everything on my headphones. And I have it on my phone, and I put my phone in my pocketbook, and I don't like to pull it out on the train. I just, I just don't like to do that. Yeah. I like to keep my, you know, my my bag closed. So I'm sitting there, and everything's, you know, it's just shuffling along. And all of a sudden, this song comes on, and I was forced to listen to the entire song, and I was like, "Oh my God, Steve was right." <laughs> This song. Those are really, those are words you. Those are words really that don't get uttered very much. <laughs> <laughs> but right, because then I I I texted you right away. I was like, oh my god, this you're right about this song. This this mm-hmm. this song is awful. That said, Weekend Warrior is a very close second. The the both of them are cheesy and stupid songs. <laughs> yeah, I mean those could really just be in a tie because Weekend Warrior. Okay, let's see here. Weekend Warrior, The Apparition, possibly Chains of Misery, and the, okay, wait, let me just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, here's the, the thing about Chains of Misery. The problem with Chains of Misery is the gang vocals. Yeah, I that's what I don't does like. not do uh, does not do gang vocals well. They just don't. Yeah. Speaking of gang vocals, here's what I'm gonna say: Weekend Warrior, The Apparition, and From Here to Eternity would be the worst song on any other Iron Maiden album if they were on any other album. Right. All three of them. Yep. And, but Weekend Warrior or The Apparition, whichever you want to put at the bottom, is so bad that From Here to Eternity is not the worst song on this album. It's so bad. You know, The Apparition is so bad that Weekend Warrior or Weekend Warrior is so bad that The Apparition is not the worst song right. on the album. Right, exactly. You put those on any other album. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're the worst. It's terrible. I, so, I mean, to me, the fact that there's three songs that are that terrible on, on, on an Iron Maiden album, they should have really made this, if they would have made this a 10-song album, it would be better. If they would have made it, they probably should have made it about a nine or an eight-song album. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. at least, because if you take off From Here to Eternity, if you take off The Apparition, you take off Weekend Warrior, it's a, it's, it's a much better album. Yep, it is. It elevates so. it. It does elevate it. So, uh, favorite song for for sake of time, I won't go too deep. Favorite song is "Judas Be My God." It's short, it's punchy, it's got a great, great chorus. It's it's one of those ones with with the, the uh, blend uh, blended lyrics where you know mm-hmm. Bruce mm-hmm. is overlaid in the in the chorus. I love it. I love that song. So I said "Fear of the Dark" only because I love the live version when you're mm-hmm. i love it live but judas be my guide and afraid to afraid to shoot strangers are two songs that no matter what album they were on i would like those songs anyway you know what i mean i really like those songs i agree with you judas be my guide yeah. judas be my guide believe it or not i have a friend that judas be my guide is his favorite iron maiden song 
It's a good one. I mean, I, I can't sit there and say I hate it. I mean, I mean, I, I love the song. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, and it's it's. I don't know where it would fit. I, I'm not, I'm not uh, Nesbit, so I don't have a uh, you know spreadsheet with every song ranked. I'm I'm getting close to having all of my albums in order though, so that's a big step for me. Maybe once I do that, I'm trying to figure out some methods to put things in order, and I've heard a few decent ones uh, that I thought would work for me, but I haven't. It's a big it's a big step. <laughs> baby steps. I'm taking baby six. Baby, baby steps. Baby steps. You got to crawl where steps. you can walk. You know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh man. All right. So the X factor. Now, The X Factor is probably the album I am still the least familiar with. Mm-hmm. I, I listen to it. I, I like the album when I listen to it. You know, when I listen to it to go through and, and figure out which song, I was like, I like these songs. They're different. It's totally different for Maiden. But the song that I ended up choosing as my least favorite on this album was The Edge of Darkness. And I, I really can't go into a whole lot of detail because I'm just, I don't have... I'm just still not the most familiar with every single one of these songs. Yeah, yeah. I went with Judgment of Heaven. Okay, okay. I, I it's a sad song. Um, yeah. There's just, there's just. I find this song just to be kind of like not entertaining, kind of boring. I don't think the guitar solos that fantastic. Nico mm-hmm. just sounds blah on it. It just, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. I matter. like the, I like the chorus of the song. I, 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 that was one. Like I said, when I listened to it, I was kind of. I said, I like this one. It's, the chorus is all right on that song, but yeah. I, like I said, the edge of dark. I could, I could listen to this album a few times next week and and probably say, oh God, I can't believe I chose that one. But you know, it's a. Uh, you know, it's certainly no. Sign of the cross. <laughs> right. Oh, speaking of, I was supposed to name my favorite song next, right? Yeah. Okay, let's go with uh, track one, the total epic sign of the cross. That is also my choice. And I know it's predictable, right? Because it's everybody's favorite. But, you know, there's a reason why they continue to play this song live. Oh, gosh. This is, I think this song here, well, okay. Sign of the Cross, if I had to pick two, Sign of the Cross and um, For the Greater Good of God, those were the two songs that I was the most shocked that they played on the Legacy of the Beast tour. I, did, I went to the show, only songs that I knew they were going to play, other than, you know, like The Trooper and Fear of the Dark and Iron Maiden, I knew that they were going to play Aces High and I knew they were going to play Flight of Icarus. And that was the, so once I heard they were doing Flight of Icarus. I got off social media for Iron Man. I deleted all their accounts, and I was just like, I can't. I don't want to go to this show and know what they're going to play. And I bought a T-shirt that's got um, it's got the Aces High picture on the front, and then on the back it has uh, for the greater uh, it has the Matter of Life and Death cover. And even when I bought that shirt, I did not think there was a chance that they were going to play anything from that album. I just thought, oh, I, I love the album cover. I love the album. I'm buying that shirt no matter what. And and then, like I said, they came out and played it. And, I mean, I was just, I was astonished. I could not believe it. Yeah. Though, I mean, well, I was not that good at 
keeping off social media about it. <laughs> I was actually um, uh, talking Maiden did a live uh, reveal when because they had mm. that correspondent in Estonia, and I was at work, and I was. <laughs> running in the bathroom and I was, I got to take my break now. And it was like, you know, the real time. And I'm sitting there like, Oh my God, they're playing this. Oh my God. Oh my God. And they're looking, yeah. at, me, looking at me like I'm crazy. But I, I forgot to add one part. Um, the way I felt about for the greater good of God, I felt the exact same way when they started playing sign of the cross. I could not believe it. You know, when the whole, it kind of yeah. faded in and the whole monk chat chant started, I was just like, Oh, and, and and I also felt that way when they did the Klansman too. But but if I was just picking two, it would definitely be Sign of the Cross. And I just I could not believe it. I thought I cannot believe they pulled this song back out. It's amazing. I agree. So. I agree. All right. So, so virtual eleven. Virtual eleven. Um, my least favorite song on Virtual Eleven is probably and. I mean, who wouldn't name this one? Nine minutes and 53 seconds. The longest song on the album. <laughs> the mm -hmm. single, the number one single from the album. Also, the worst song. That's debatable for some people. But for me, if you take out five, it's about, it's got about four and a half minutes of don't you think I'm a savior? Yeah. Don't you think I can save you? Don't you think I can save your life? And um, I think that there's a, there there's a there's there is a there's something of a decent song there, but it's either way. Even if you take all that out, I still think it's it's just not a song that I love. So I am in agreement about, about the angel and the gambler. I am in agreement, okay. and it's one of my uh, least favorite songs in general. And it's not because of Blaze. But oh, sure. um, they definitely need to trim the. If they trim the fat, like you said, like if they got got rid of about five minutes of that song, and um, I think it's like '80s sounding. I <laughs> I think it would be a really good song if um, they chopped it to about four four minutes, four and a half minutes, and Bon Jovi covered it and did it in 1988. I think it would have been a hit. <laughs> Because yeah. it just sort of reminds me of like a like a Bon Jovi song, like with the keyboards and everything. It just sort of, I could see, yeah. I could see this being like a big a big hit for Bon Jovi in 1987, 1988. <laughs> uh, at, at, I, clocking in at about four minutes. Yeah, I can't see that even, but um, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, now, now here's where it gets interesting because. I'm not picking the obvious choice on this album for a favorite. So I'm not going to go with the Klansman just because not because it's too obvious, but I like the song, but my favorite, my favorite song from this album I'm going to pick is Como Estas Amigos. Really? Yes. Wow. I love it. Love it. Love it. It's that song is about the Falklands war yep. in the early eighties. And, um, you know, so it's got a it's got a certain amount of sentimental value to the guys in the band, uh, to Blaze, and uh, I'm trying to think of who he wrote it with. I think he wrote it with Yannick, and um, but I, I just love that song. I, I remember when I did my album review, and I really, really dug into the whole album, and uh, I just loved it. I loved that song. I just I was like, I remember thinking that song was just terrible at one point, and I'm, but one day 
it just hit me. I was like, this song is incredible. And um, a close second, I would say, would probably be Future Real, just because it's Future Real sounds like it could have fit in on like Peace of Mind. It's just, you know, it's so just old school. You know, yeah. it kicks straight in. So, yep. but yeah, that's mine. What about you? I did go with the obvious Klansman, but yeah. Future Real is a close second. Oh, yeah, yeah. And not to say I don't love the Klansman because I love it. It's, I, I do think that the Klansman is a tad bit bloated with too many choruses. Yeah, they could probably trim that as well. You're right, they yeah. could probably trim that. It's fun live, but sometimes, when I, sometimes I listen to it and I just think, they should have cut this off a little bit. Like, even... Like, like, don't look to the eyes of the stranger. And I only know this because I'm staring at it all right here, but it's eight minutes long. And, uh, and I like the song. I do like the song, but, but I'm sure, you know, some of these songs, this is whenever they kind of started really going into that territory of, Hey, it's okay to have multiple, multiple songs that are eight, nine minutes long on an album. So, oh boy, next one up is going to be a little tougher. No. Read, yeah, it is. read a little bit as really hard <laughs> a lot tougher <laughs> all um, right so now we're into brave new world yeah yeah um i'm, I'm going through the songs real fast trying to think. oh gosh it can't be that one okay i'm gonna say my least favorite song from brave new world is the fallen angel Really? That's one of my favorite songs on the album. <laughs> okay, but remember, we got to preface this with there is not a bad song that on is this true. album. There is not a bad everything song. Is, everything is good. So um, The Fallen Angel is the shortest song on the album. So let's just say I'm choosing it because it's the shortest. It deprived us of more music. <laughs> another, another Adrian song. But yeah, I, I, really, I... It's just my least favorite. Um, I don't. I don't like it as much as I like the other ones. So mm -hmm. I won't go too much into it. But that's yeah, it. no. I mean, because that's. I mean, I. I picked the mercenary. Okay. Okay. And I actually went back and forth on this because I had the nomad, and I kind of went back and forth because there's stuff that I like about both of them, and there's stuff I don't like about either one of them. Yeah. Um. But I gave nomad the edge because it's a little more maidenish there's something a little more maideny about it yeah yeah i don't i don't know but uh um and and it's got that um dave's got a really good solo on that one you know but i mean they both so, do but that that's the other song that um that they got in trouble for for yes. plagiarizing and it's it is very obvious uh very obvious when you know if you hear the original song that right. was done by right oh gosh what was the name of that band why can't i think of it i know it. i'm i'm going blank too uh, uh but yeah that, i love the nomad um i love the nomad uh, okay so my favorite song on the album this is tough because and i'm not trying to be picking unobvious songs because of that but I had someone tell me recently that they felt like the end of this album was weaker. They said they felt like the album started strong and kind of ended weak. And I was like, what? <laughs> because 
the nomad out of the silent planet and the thin line between love and hate is to me is just as strong as wicker man goes to the navigator and brave new world mm-hmm. maybe not maybe a tiny bit less but um i'm choosing as my favorite song the thin line between love and hate that is a really good song mm-hmm. that's a really good song kind of an under, I, kind of an underrated song oh yeah i mean it's just i mean you you have an album full of I mean, I, I could just as easily say... Dave's got a really good Man. solo on that one, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, this, this album is incredible. I mean, I could easily say The Wicker Man. I mean, mm-hmm. I could easily say The Nomad. I could easily, very easily say Ghost of the Navigator. Ghost of the Navigator. Oh, I love Ghost of the Navigator. Love it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I went with Wicker Man, and I just went for Wicker Man because this is what, what opens the album, and it's like Bruce and Adrian are back. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if you saw that tour, I mean, when Adrian comes out and you see him, and you're just like, oh, Adrian's back. Um, so I, I love this. I love this song. I love the song anyway. And I just there's fond <laughs> memories of that song. So, but um, I also really, 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 really love Ghost of the Navigator. So. Oh yeah, it's a I killer. Can, you know. It's a killer. What does he say? Is if you're sailing the seas of life, you may run into this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, okay. Now I'm dance I'm, of death. Dance of death. Um, thankfully, we're not ranking album covers here. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> for me, this is a pretty easy one. Um, this is the only my least favorite song on this album is the and I don't hate it because I I the last time I listened to Dance of Death. I was singing along with the whole song, and then I was like, wait a minute, this is my least favorite song from this album. Why am I singing along? Oh, wait, because it's not a horrible song. My least favorite song is the only song, other than an instrumental, that that Nico McBrain has a writing credit on. It's New Frontier. Oh, that's a weird choice. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I kind of didn't see that coming, but... I'm, I'm glad to not be... You know what? I do these polls on Twitter all the time. And I don't know if you ever see my responses to people, but I just, I feel like I'm always very surprised at people's choices. Like I'll put stuff up and it's like, people are always voting the wrong way. They're always voting for things that I love or, and I'm just going, what is wrong? Am I, am I really that odd? Is it me? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, is my taste in Iron Maiden stuff just really that different from everybody else? But I guess it is. So I, I like, but I like that. Well, My least favorite on this album is I went with Dance of Death. What? Yep. Oh, yep. This, I, oh I, my god. There, there's something about this song. I mean, it's an epic, I guess, but I just yeah, I is. don't know that it's find it that epic-y. I don't know. The dancing and prancing like is a little bit weird. But oh. I don't but I don't hate it. But you know, the other thing but the thing is is I like the Celtic guitar, the, okay. the Celtic stuff on there. Unlike, yeah. um, who is it? Is it Nesbitt or is it jo- It's Nesbitt that doesn't like the Celtic guitar on it, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I, I like uh, that. But I, I like it too. Uh, that said, I have to say that it was really, really good live. It was really good live. See, I like the part, okay, live is, I like it on the album too, but. You know where they do that, and then the whole band joins in. You know, 
that's my that's one of my favorite parts because it's just it, it's it's pretty powerful. But yeah, that surprises me. I I would pick. Uh, I could. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of this is really this is a very underrated album. There's a lot of great songs. There is a lot it. of really great stuff. But I would say just 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 for the sake of, of conversation, I would put wildest dreams below that song. I would put no more lies below that song. Actually, I, you know what? I forgot that no more lies is on that album. You know what? I'm changing my vote changing, right now. Oh, there you go. I, you know what? I forgot that that was not that that was on that album because you know what? I don't really love that song. So you know what? Okay. Um, just for the sake. I'm glad I'm glad you have the album in front because I don't. I have like notes in front of me. I didn't pull everything yeah. out. So you know what? So here's what I'm going to say to to that. As you choose No More Lies, I would say, obviously, New Frontier, I like less than that. And I would say I like Wildest Dreams less than that. So Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I would would go. Again, No More Lies has that dumb chorus. Yeah, but it sounds great live. I mean, when Bruce sings it, he sounds so powerful. So. Yeah. So, you know. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, so you're number one. Oh, I forgot. I thought I already said my number one. My number one. Ooh. Mm. My number one is Passiondale. Mine too. Okay, that's. I mean, for obvious reasons, it's yeah. a war. It's an epic war song. Um, I believe this is Adrian's first foray into the epic, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Going into a serious epic, he made a. He decided to try to do, it, and it's. And you know what? I mean, to me, I love Montsegur as well. But when I listened to this last time, I was like, you know what? I love Montsegur, but it, it's not as good as some of these other songs. So Yeah, I love Montsegur. But I do love well. it. But yeah, that's a uh, uh, Face in the Sand is awesome. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people seem to be not liking Age of Innocence. I like that one. I do too. Uh, Gates of Tomorrow, I like that one a lot. I like the. Well, you just did, you just did that poll right on Twitter. I and, did. I and did. how did that how did that come out? Because um, I picked Face in the Sand. Yeah, I had Face in the Sand, Age of Innocence, and Gates, Gates of, of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. If you could choose one of those songs to be on the tour, and they weren't dropping anything, what would you choose? And Face in the Sand got like over sixty percent of the vote. So the other two were both just straggling down near each other. So. But, you know, I will say, I think Face in the Sand is is probably the best of the three. Uh, Gates, of, Gates of Tomorrow is probably the I love the chorus of that. Trapped in the web, but I cut the threads. Oh, man, that's a killer chorus. Uh, Age of Innocence is probably the weakest one of the three, which is probably why they let Nico sing it on that B-side. <laughs> so what about you? Um, oh, you said it. I said that. Passion Passion yeah, agree yeah, okay, okay. I agree with you on that one. Now, now we get now to the, here we go. Now we get uh, to this. Mm, mm, this is the most difficult. Oh no, never mind. I already know what I'm going to say on this one. I came up with a. Uh, I, I already came up with the way I was going to do this one. So, this is the one I thought out. <laughs> My least favorite song from A Matter of Life and Death is the Legacy, and the reason it's my least favorite song on the album. It's because once the song is over, the album is over. Oh. <laughs> every song, every song on this album is really, really awesome. 
I actually picked a legacy as well, and I actually just picked it because I just liked everything else better, but there wasn't any real reason. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I think the legacy is a, is an incredible song. It's epic. It's 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 just the the lyrics in the song. I mean, I love the lyrics all over this album as well. But um, I'm trying to look here. <laughs> Okay, so my favorite song from A Matter of Life and Death uh, is also The Legacy. <laughs> it, the Legacy is my favorite song from the album because I just think it's it's epic. It's a uh, it's a phenomenal song. It's it ends it, it caps off an incredible incredible album. Um, I could just as easily say, mm, golly, I, I thought about that earlier too. I think my next favorite song is Brighter Than a Thousand Suns. Mm, golly, that was a killer. Um, but The Pilgrim is incredible. Um, Out of the Shadows, The Reincarnation of Benjamin Brig, For the Greater Good of God, a Different World is awesome. Uh, so many songs on this album are really, really awesome. So, But there you go. My least favorite and favorite is The Legacy. How do you like that? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so I went with The Greater Good of God, but... I could have gone with Different World, actually. Oh, so wow. Okay. Kind of I love Different World. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. But, I, you know, I, like you said, I mean, there's, 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 you can't go wrong with any song on this album. Yeah. I, was, I, I just, I was thinking, you know, like on these colors that run where it's like that. Oh, man. So it's like, ooh, this album is just. I turned this album on last night when I was driving home um, on my job and I have a friend that does not really care for this album. He just, he's a huge, huge Iron Maiden fan, but he does not care for this album. And he said, he said he feels like Bruce is really straining on the vocals. Like he's really, he said he feels like he's yelling more than he's singing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, but I said, but he did it live too. He was able to pull it all out live. And right. I, I listened to Different World, These Colors Don't Run, and Brighter Than a Thousand Suns, and I paused it, and I called him. I was like, dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was so great. So great. That is funny. Oh, All right. Uh, we're almost done, folks. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Final Frontier. Final Frontier. Hmm. Least favorite song from The Final Frontier. Oh, um... Can't say that one. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go simply because, oh, never mind. I just realized. I know this is going to upset somebody that might listen to this, but I'm going to go with the closer, When the Wild Wind Blows. Uh, I think it's a good story. I love the intro, you know, the way it starts with that. -na 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 -na. I, I think that's just such a, I, I really like it. It's very uh, lush sounding. But, you know, I think the song is just uh, has, has certain weaknesses to it. The, um, the, the, so the story's great, but then, I don't know, I, I just, uh, just listening to the rest, uh, looking through the rest of the songs, I can't choose one that I, that I like less. But I don't skip the song, I like listening to it. And it's 11 minutes long, holy crap. <laughs> it is a really long, it's actually, that's my pick as well. And it is a really okay. long song. It's a really long song. And okay. 
you know, and, and it's not bad long, but you know, there's some songs that are long, but they're so awesome that it just doesn't seem long. Yeah, I can you know name I mean? one like that right off the top of my head. Brighter Than a Thousand Suns is, is right. exactly that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. They just It seems like it just goes by in two minutes, you know? This yeah. one can get... It's a good song, but it's a little bit long for me. Okay, okay. Let's see here. Um, favorite song? Favorite song. I'm going with The Talisman. I think that is an epic... Iron Maiden song. That is an epic Maiden song. And I had originally had, when I originally, originally did this, I had Coming Home because I really like that song because it's just got a, like, a good vibe. It's a hopeful song. Um, sure. It's got a good guitar solo. But um, I also would go with The Talisman because I love that mm-hmm. song as well. It's a, it's a great musical journey. I mean, lyrically, it's a it's a phenomenal song, you know, about being on the seas and all that. Yep. Oh, yep. it's a great yeah. song. It's, it's, it is. And I, I'm so, so glad that, it, that that song made it on In Vivo. Uh, the one song I wish would have made it on In Vivo that didn't is Mother of Mercy, because I think Mother of Mercy is a great war song. Someone told me that they thought that might have been a leftover from A Matter of Life and Death. And it sounds like it could have been. Yeah, I never thought about that. But when, whenever he said it, I was like, I never thought about that. But lyrically, it's a great war song. And it is. So. I mean, I actually had like thought about it being my least favorite at one point. Yeah. And then I re- and then I went for where the wild ones blow. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still a really great song. Oh yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. All right. So, Book of Souls. Book of Souls. And I think we got the same. The yeah, same let's movies. just let's knock that out real quick because I it's easy for me. Uh, Tears of a Clown is um, to me the weakest song because for a couple of reasons. Um, I thought them writing a song about Robin Williams was a little weird. Um, it also, another reason is it's, now I've come, I've, I've kind of come around to the lyrics. I definitely realize there's a certain amount of, uh, that a lot of people can relate with, with, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's about depression and, and suicide more or less. And, right. uh, and I know a lot of people can relate with that and, and lyrically it, it, it's a, it's pretty strong lyrically, but to me, it's just like a, what's the, like, you ever heard the phrase, a, a Debbie Downer? <laughs> yeah. It's yep. just kind of a Debbie down on the album because you got Shadows of the Valley, which I love that song. And then Tears of a Clown comes in and it's just kind of this, you know, all alone in a crowded room. And just it's just kind of it, it just doesn't do a lot. It's just kind of a it just stays where it stays. And then the Man of Sorrows comes in and it it's similar. It's similar right. to that. And right. There's a lull on the album. Yeah. Well, and then from there you even go into Empire of the Clouds, which takes a while before it really gets going and it's like I think the album would have done a lot better with just one of those songs I really think it would have I think personally they should have taken both of those songs out because you got I mean I'm looking it's 11 and a half minutes of music between Tears of a Clown and Man of Sorrows and then you got an 18 minute song behind it so I think it would have worked out a lot better if it would have if you would have had that had it done that way but 
But I don't hate the songs either. I'll listen to both of them. So mine is also Tears of a Clown, and I and I can appreciate the subject matter as well. But I just mm-hmm. I never felt like it fit on the album. Yeah. And I always thought that it should have been a B side. And so, and I you know I listen to interviews and stuff about the fact that it's about Robin Williams, but they never really came out and said if it was a, it was because they knew the guy personally or right. you know what I mean it was a friend of theirs or something like that. I, I don't mean I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it was that. I think it was just that uh, it was he. It was so you know it was it was a shocker when it happened because because mm-hmm. everyone thinks of Robin Williams as you know I mean gosh you you think of Robin Williams you think of a guy who can barely contain himself because he's you know just trying to entertain and be funny and and um, and then to think of you know to think of any you know to think of anybody ending their life like that right is sad. right. You know, ending their own life, but you know, it, it's but it just seemed like an odd fit to me. And someone yeah. said, someone said to me that they felt like that they really could have cut those two songs out, maybe even something else. And those, they said, if this was back in the day, those would have all been B sides. Yeah, well, that's that's what I said. I think I think that Tears of a Clown definitely could have yeah. been a B side. Could have definitely yeah. been a B side. I agree. I agree. Okay, so all right. Now, now I'm gonna choose. Uh, okay, to me, this is a pretty simple. To me, this is an easy choice because, but I've, I've really been liking The Great Unknown a lot more lately. I've been talking about it a lot lately, so it's kind of made me really think a lot about it. Um, but I would say that my favorite song from The Book of Souls, uh, just like Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, I'm going to go with the title track, The Book of Souls. I think it's an incredible, it's a killer, it's a pretty epic song. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I didn't pick Empire of the Clouds either. I mean, I, you know, it's an epic song. I get it. And I would love to see it done with an orchestra, you know. But I didn't. I didn't pick it either. I actually went with um, the Red and the Black. Wow. <laughs> um, just because it's just it's upbeat. Get get you going. Um, I don't know. I like I like that song. Um, it's got a lot of. Great but you know what? You know what though? Yeah. When we when we did the other thing with the the favorite third songs and stuff, I had to go back and listen to because uh-huh. I don't listen to a lot of this stuff. Like I don't like I said, you know, I haven't sure. listened to this album in a while. And um, and you're right about the great unknown. I was like, this is a better song than I thought it was, and I remember it being. Yeah, yeah. Um. I would say this. Uh, I did this a minute ago, so I'm going to do it again. Um, the red. Now, I, I do think that, like, I like the song "The Red and the Black" musically. It's a really, really good. But I don't like the chorus. You know, to me, it's just it. And they do it so many times. I mean, the red and the black is the red and the black is longer. Ooh, am I going to say this right? I think the red and the black is longer than "Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner." Is it? Yeah, it's thirteen. Here, let me find out. It's 13 minutes and 34 seconds. Um, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Wow. It's, yeah, it, it is. Well, then it is. It's 13. Yeah, Rhyme yeah. of the Ancient Mariner is 13.35. It's one second longer. So it's the same length as Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, and it is not on par with Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. It's it's bloated, very extremely bloated. Um, 
I don't hate the song though. I mean, I, I listen to it because there's a ton of great musical stuff going on. But I, to me, the chorus is not my favorite. I know, I know Nesbit like just went, you know, raved about how great it was, and I don't think it's not a great song. I just think it's bloated. Um, I prefer if Eternity Should Fail, Speed of Light, Great Unknown, um, Book of Souls, uh, probably Death or Glory, and Shadows of the Valley. Um, I don't Death know. Death of Glory I, is good too. I like yeah, Death of Glory. I, I don't know if I prefer Empire of the Clouds to it or not. I, I like Empire of the Clouds. I don't think it's. I think it's a good song, but I just it's 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 kind of an oddity. But I like it, but it's it's an oddity in the Maiden catalog. So. So, yeah. There you, there. So that's that's for me. That is my. Uh, that's those are my top and least favorite Iron Maiden songs for you. Your, and your top but, and your bottom. But the bad the bad news is is that tomorrow I would probably give you many different choices. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Just like I'm reading my my thing, and I had changed. I mean, my it's this is not my original. I mean, if Nesbit listens to this, he's going to be like, "That's not the document that I read." Exactly. I guarantee he'll, you know what he'll do is he'll pull up his, his folder and he'll, he's probably got all the pages, you know, <laughs> analyze, you know, analyze. You know, where you know, when you buy those uh, hole punchers and then you put everything in a folder, like where you can fold the pages over, like yep. it's real, a part of a real document. He'll be like, okay, let me pull out the Melissa book. Cause I've got all her emails in one folder and he'll start <laughs> looking through it and wait a minute. He'll, he'll start highlighting stuff and he'll be like, whoa, whoa, this is all wrong. This is all wrong. <laughs> Uh, He'll be happy though that I um that I came to my senses about the talisman, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. What, yeah. what did you have before that? I had uh, coming home. Oh, that's right. You said that. Yeah. 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 Well, cool. Well, cool. So. Well, I can't thank you enough. This has been. It's always fun to talk to you. Um, it's great, <laughs> and and I thank you for uh, being kind enough to come on my show this time. And I hope that everybody will check out Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. Sure. I don't know. I heard that guy's an idiot. He's pretty stupid. He um, he can't sing. I'll tell you that about him. He can't yeah, sing. Yeah, he can't sing. And, um, well, I've got an episode, you know, the one that we, the one that you talked to me on the other day about. And I tell you what, I, I think my, well, basically we did a top five and a bottom five, uh, you know, rank them some songs from five to one and i bet you my lists changed oh i can't even count I, I probably five six times because i got to the end of the, ver the i talked to the last person last night for it and i was like going through it and i was like um yeah this isn't gonna work because now i'm putting this song which i had at number one <laughs> probably three people ago <laughs> i'm putting it now at number three and i had uh I think on one of the lists I had the same number five and number one on every one, but that's, that's, that's for people to hear later. But yeah. Hey, I appreciate, uh, I'm glad I got to come on and, um, and do I thank you so, so talking. much. I do really appreciate our, this is like a crossover episode. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, like I'm sitting here thinking to myself and the greatest thing I'm thinking is here is, Hey, when we hang up, I don't got to save this. I don't have to edit this. I don't have to oh, do anything yeah. with it. <laughs> that's your problem. No, that's you don't. It's, it's my problem. It's my problem. Do you want to <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, you can look up Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. I think the actual 
uh, username part is Uncle Steve Rock. Because um, I started it out with me with the old podcast. Um, you can also find it on Facebook. I prefer I definitely communicate a ton more on uh, Twitter than I do on Facebook. But as do I, as do I, yeah. Yeah, you. But I do have a I do have a Facebook. Um, anyone ever wants to email me, it's uh, Iron Maiden Podcast at gmail.com. I just, uh, I, yeah, I, I much prefer Twitter over Facebook. So. But yeah, it's been it's been fun talking about this, and uh, I'm glad we got to do it when we when whenever we talked about me coming on, and I think I I think I was like, well, you sent me your list. I said, why don't we just use it on your show instead? Yeah, so, yeah, because originally this was going to be done on your show, uh, but I was just too lazy to ever do it. I guess. <laughs> so. Well, I appreciate it, and I hope that you will come back. Hey, you let me know when. Me. Yeah, you maybe let me know about, when. Maybe about Iron Maid. Maybe. Not about Iron Maiden, but we'll think of something, yeah. some, something other than Iron Maiden to talk about. Although, um, like you pointed out uh, when I talked to Ralph, uh, whatever I talk about, all roads usually end up leading to Iron Maiden. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good uh, night.